Welcome to Songs and Stories, the Not For Musicians Only music podcast. Hey there, welcome once again to Songs and Stories. My name is Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories episode number 61, part two of my talk with Bay Area singer-songwriter Jay Howlett. If you recall, in the last episode, we talked to Jay about the songwriting collective Blah Blah Woof Woof, some of his influences, and um, his his uh, association with Breedlove guitars. And so what we're going to do now is hear him play that Breedlove guitar he talked about in the last episode. And uh, here's sort of a preview of the upcoming CD, Carnival Lights. And uh, I want to mention again that he'll be at the Canyon Acoustic Society on Saturday, May 23rd, doing sort of a Carnival Lights pre-release concert. So you can hear songs from the CD ahead of time. You can find out more about that by emailing Marky, and her address is canyonguitars, C-A-N-Y-O-N, guitars, at hotmail.com. Uh, I also wanted to let you know that uh, I mentioned this, I think, in the beginning of the interview, but Jay does these really interesting things with multiple capos when he plays guitar, and if you're not a songwriter or a guitar player, a capo is, is one of those big clip things you see a lot of players put on their guitar, and basically it covers up one complete fret on the guitar, and moves the entire song up a key, or half a key, or half a step. Jay uses those, plus he uses what's called partial capos, and it only blocks certain strings, and you get kind of a droney, almost alternate tuning kind of sound without tuning your guitar. It's very trippy. So we're going to hear what that sounds like right now. I'm going to keep my talking to a minimum. Here's Jay Hallett with a couple of songs from Carnival Lights and a bunch of capos. So for part two, so we, can we hear the Black Dress song? So we're going to hear a couple of songs that most likely will be on Carnival Lights at some point soon. That's correct. And my, my wife a while back said, um, and we treated emails about this, but said if Jay doesn't record the, the song about the woman in the black dress, tell him we'll never go see him play live ever again. So, so I immediately sent proof that it was going to be yeah, on Yeah, she sent the, me a demo uh, and I gave it to Cindy. She said, okay, we still like Jay. <laughs> And it's a great story, too. Yeah, it's this is one of those sort of stories that's based on two stories, but mm -hmm. I, I so I sort of combined the two into one. Mm -hmm. um, I was doing a, a gig up in in Georgetown, um, and uh, at the International Order of Odd Fellows Hall there, okay, and um. A lot of people came from underneath the canopy of uh, of the gold country <laughs> that, that day. It was me and Bob Malone and Keith Greninger and Dave Nachmanoff. Mm -hmm. and, uh, nice lineup. We did sort of a American Troubadours tour. Mm -hmm. And um, there was just one gorgeous woman in a long black dress. Mm -hmm. Just stunning. And I must have been, you know slobbering or drooling or doing something that men do because uh, where it didn't get her attention, it did get my wife's attention. Ah. But uh, she actually, you know, agreed that... Uh, it was a good image for yeah, a song. Yeah, yeah. And, and before uh, you start playing, I want to talk, you do a lot of interesting things with capos. Yeah. 
what do we have here? We have two capos. One of them's a partial capo that leaves the uh, low E, the B, and the high E string open. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's one that, that I made myself many years back. And then I have that on the third fret, and I have a capo complete on the first fret. I will play in a D position, but it will be at the key of F. Okay. Uh, but you get an open sound without having to retune. Um, I first saw Carol McComb leave the E string open by you using a banjo capo mm -hmm. on her I've done that. guitar. Yeah. And then I sort of said, hmm. And um, about 93 on the, the way to the uh, Rocky Mountain Folks Festival, I came, came across Larry Pattis, who at that time ran a guitar store in Salt Lake City. Hmm. And he said, you should, you should make one of these. And uh, so I've been playing one since. You get some nice droning tones, too, with this. You really do. I, I like that, not having to retune. I have a couple of songs that are just in drop D, and when I play them live... It shouldn't take you 20 minutes to just detune one string, but it's just, it never cooperates. Yeah, and so I've got them cut for double drop D, mm -hmm. for drop D, and, you know, which ends up being, of course, drop E, but yeah. but we, I don't think in terms a lot like that. That, that requires, you know, an educated uh, musician to figure that out. I went to one of Randall Williams' capo workshops, mm -hmm. and he's, he's actually, I, I think his degrees in music, and... I was really good for about 10 minutes and my brain just stopped. It's like me trying to do math. I just, I, it, it, and I tell people not to think about it. Just put it and on. And God bless him. He's really, he's really, yeah. he taught it really well. I just couldn't keep up. Yeah. I just tell people to put it anywhere and then start figuring out what sounds good. Yeah. So you can do it. If you just wanted to go and you wanted to throw it on the uh, fifth fret, you, you can do that. By itself, it doesn't sound like much, but playing below it... It sounds really good. Let me take this off because it's going to rattle and, and annoy me. But then you can just... So you're playing basically a G chord with this partial capo on the fifth fret. Right. I'm playing, I'm playing above the capo. Yep. This is a really good argument for a video podcast. <laughs> you get nothing for the audio, but it sounds pretty, so... And then, then you can go above it. But anyhow, so yeah, you can do lots of strange things yeah. with it. But normally you wouldn't think about putting it on the fifth fret. Because yeah. it doesn't sound good. You play you play chords and they don't really sound right. So it just takes takes the so guts the, the, and the rule with these partial capos is put it somewhere where the guitar doesn't sound like it sucks. Right. Okay. Right. I'm going to photograph some of these and I'll post them with the, with the podcast <laughs> so at least we can get that for people. And really, the, the solution to this is go see Jay play live. Right. That way you can see what he's doing. But this is uh, that song that we, we talked about. Heading for the downtown dance 
maybe just a starting needle of a fair or that cliche rhyme romance. Well, she was standing in the corner of the outfellow hall, wearing that long black dress, surrounded by all her girlfriends. She was looking the best. I've been all around this country, halfway around this world, and there's nothing better than a long black dress wrapped around the small town girl. girl along with her bad attitude a Gucci purse worth one month's rent and a pair of matching shoes but you can have that girl all to yourself along with her high maintenance yeah give me that girl at the odd fellow hall wearing that long black dress I've been all around this country halfway around this world there's nothing better than a long black dress wrapped around a small town girl. Well, I walked on over, asked the question, never got the chance. She grabbed me by the arm and said, Yes, I'd love to dance Well, I rocked in her arms And I swung around I watched that black dress fly And we danced until The moon went down And the sun was back in the sky She said, I've been all around This country And halfway around this world And there's nothing better Than a small town boy Wrapped around a small town girl been all around this country, halfway around this world, and there's nothing better than a long black dress wrapped around a small town girl. I love that song. That's a fun song. And I Simple three-chord wonder. With... 17 cables. <laughs> well, that, that does help. That does so, help. You know, I like about, I mean, on a lot of your songs, too, this, the, and it's, it probably goes back to the storytelling thing, but attention to detail, great imagery, and that one's got a great punchline. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the guy gets to dance with the girl at the end. Yeah. yeah. And has a good time. <laughs> As well he should. As well he should. What so, else you got for Well, uh, I'll stick to the, uh, the uh, story themes and, and the songs that I okay. know will be on the CD. Sometime very soon. Sometime soon in a uh, virtual store near you. Mm-hmm. Um, used to play up in Calistoga at a place called the Smokehouse Cafe and it was a good barbecue joint. Mm-hmm. And um, James was a, a guy that never grew up. He was the owner, and he drove this like 1970 Chevy Chevelle Super mm-hmm. Sport. Mm-hmm. That if you're a car guy, you'd really understand how cool a car it was. Mm-hmm. But you know, I drove British sports cars, so I have no taste at all. <laughs> and um, 
But he used to hang out with all the, the 18 and 19 year old kids in the supermarket. Mm -hmm. And he'd have the, the hood up on his car showing off the yeah. engine. And, yeah. you know, just was one of these town kind of known people. Mm -hmm. that, and um, I just, um, took me a long time to write this song. This was one that I wrote and I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I liked much of it, but I didn't like it. But I never found a bridge hmm. for it that I liked, and I just somehow thought this song needed a bridge. I don't mm -hmm. think that about all songs. Um, and so I finally came up and actually crafted a bridge that is probably the favorite one that, I, that I've done. At least that's how I'm feeling right now. Mm -hmm. So that it's just, um, it works well for the, the song and transitions the song well to its conclusion. So... Uh, for what that's worth. <laughs> it's called Legend of the Parking Lot. Oh, okay. That song. That song. That's... You've heard that song. the legend of the parking lot He's not a kid now at 45 Can't tell by the car he drives He seems too old for that old Chevelle The wife wants it gone but he'll never sell He'll pop the hood and show you what he's got He's a legend in the parking lot No, he never gave up on those fast cars He still lays rubber on the boulevard in the magazine car and driver and street machines and the kids all know him they call him pop he's a legend in the parking lot his first wife left him 20 years ago she was a swimsuit model at the auto show but he never grew up and she got fat he never told her he loved her like that in the summer when the nights get hot Still a legend in the parking lot No, he never gave up on those fast cars Still lays rubber on the boulevard Seen his picture in the magazines Car and driver and street machines And the kids all know him, they call him Pop He's a legend in the parking lot time with his cars alone got scars on his knuckles that reach the bone he smells like wax and he shines like chrome and he never gave up on those fast cars he still lays rubber on the boulevard seen his picture in the magazines 
car and driver and street machines and the kids all know him they call him Pop he's a legend in the parking lot yeah he's a legend And that guitar does sound nice. It's it's a pretty sweet one. Yeah, very cool. I'm looking forward to whatever ends up on the new CD soon. So. Well, those two will be yeah, on it. They will be so on Carnival Lights. I'm committing that to you at this podcast. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we, have it, we have it recorded. So you've got the Kenyan Acoustic Society on May 23rd? Yeah. What's the summer look like for you? Summer is looking pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a tour in June up through the Northwest mm-hmm. with Blah Blah Woof Woof. We're oh, doing good. Stops and Sisters and Shasta and Redding and Chico and Portland and uh, then back down here, um, then back up to Shasta and um, then I'm lots of driving north. Lots of driving north. Uh, some lo- local gigs. I mm-hmm. run a series in San Francisco, oh, that's right. yeah, so yeah. I am going to have a CD release party there, and I'm going to try to get one together in the South Bay. I'm, Good. Not, I'm not sure where yet, mm-hmm. but um, and it's funny, you know, you get so busy recording CDs and you know writing songs and you know having other things going in your life that you realize that you've got to like book gigs. You know, three, six, twelve mm-hmm. months in advance, yep. and, and so it's always uh, it's always a challenge, and you don't know when the CD is going to be quite done. So you want to make it makes sure. you nervous because you you want to plan these these shows around a new CD, but you want to have the new CD to take with you to the shows because you booked them for the new CD. Right. So I mean, yeah. luckily the places that I play, I will, will go back to in about three months. But uh, yeah. you know, I would like to see the money start trickling in sooner. Yes. Yeah. So and I've got an East Coast tour planned for um, either August or late September, depending on what's what. So you're not doing Reading in August? We were talking about Reading in 113 degree weather early. You know, I don't think I'll be able to to get away with uh, not doing uh, the post office at at least once because uh, Tom's been very supportive of us. And Mm -hmm. uh, there are other places up there that that we we play that we uh, charge like huge amounts of money for us to be seen. So... Mm -hmm. uh, to play in a bar, we have to be sort of stealthy. Ah, I see. So uh, we the in crowd knows you're playing at the post office right, saloon and grill, right? Yeah. But uh, we don't necessarily want the masses to uh, know because we want them to come out and you know mm-hmm. pay you know ten, twelve bucks a head or something to wow. come see us. So all that money to be made in folk music, you know. Uh, there's hundreds of dollars to be shared among thousands of performers. <laughs> yeah, that's the best quote. I, John Sandage told me when I first started, he, we were talking about this, and he goes, there's tens of dollars to be made, but hundreds of dollars to be shared amongst thousands of performers. That's great. That's it. Well, good luck with the news. I can't wait to see Thank it. Thank you. You know, I've got this little demo here that with this silver plane disc. But yeah, so um, I didn't have time to print it because I got up late. You know, why, why can I say? I didn't bring lunch either. I'm just, I, I noticed that. I'm just, I'm just glad you found the place. The directions were good, so um, cool. So yeah, um, you can listen to that and see if you you like anything, and get back to me. I will do that. Cool. We'll see you soon. Thanks. That's my new favorite quote. 
hundreds of dollars to be shared amongst thousands of performers. <laughs> Folk music in a nutshell. That was Jay Hallett once again with uh, a couple of songs of the upcoming CD Carnival Lights. We heard uh, Long Black Dress and the story behind it, and we heard King of the Parking Lot. So I'm looking forward to finally hearing this stuff on CD. I've heard these songs live for a while now. He's uh, just a great singer-songwriter storyteller, as you heard in that last piece. Once again, he'll be at the Kenyan Acoustic Society on May 23rd. Includes dinner, the show, and Jay's actually performing with a real fire on bass and a keyboard player, which should be very fun. You can find out about that at KenyanGuitars at Hotmail.com. Just send off an email to Mark at KenyanGuitars at Hotmail.com. For more show information from Jay, go to BlahBlahWoofWoof.com and click on Jay. Or just go to my page, MichaelGaither.com. Again, that's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And there'll be a section for Songs and Stories, episodes 60 and 61. I'll put in the information for Jay, his CDs, and where he's going to be. And you can always go back there and take a look at that. So that was Jay Hallett with the uh, the new CD, Carnival Lights. And, um, and an explanation of his preoccupation with multiple capos. He gets a great sound out of these little clips all over the guitar. And they're really fun to kind of play around with. But he's been doing it for a long time. And it really kind of has it down. And if you have any questions about multiple capos, you can probably... Email Jay, and his address is jay at blahblahwolfwolf.com, and ask him about that yourself. So once again, I'm Michael Gaither. This is Songs and Stories, episode 61. If you have any comments about this particular episode, or if you'd like to be on my mailing list to find out when the uh, find out either what I'm up to or what the, uh, the newest uh, episodes coming up are, you can email me. It's michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, at michaelgaither.com. I'll put you on the list and let you know where I'm playing and who's coming up on Songs and Stories. You know, I think what I'll do is forgo my usual bouncy theme music and let you hear a little more of Jay. After we got done with the official interview, he put a capo on the fifth fret of his guitar, a partial capo, and played a G chord CD kind of progression. Very simple, but played on both sides of the capo. And he was just noodling while we were talking, and I just got the recorder out and recorded it. And this gives you an idea what one partial capo can do and, and really just give your guitar a completely different sound. So uh, thanks for listening to Songs and Stories. Appreciate your time. Take care. And here's a little more of Jay Hallett. <laughs> 